0: hi hello what is up welcome to the for the one podcast where i believe god has given me one specific message for the one person who needs to hear it the most my name is my unique yes that is my real name on my actual birth certificate i'm so excited that you guys are able to take a listen today let's just go ahead and jump right in well 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 it has been quite an interesting last couple of months Um, And I believe that I have some explaining to do as far as where I've been, why the podcast stopped, what the heck is going on. But before I do that, I just would like to point out the fact that I did change my intro for the podcast because if you've been listening for quite some time you would know that I used to allow people to slide into the DMs because I like making friends but due to people's goofy behavior and I mean goofy behavior over the last couple of months um I no longer allow people to slide into the DMs and if they do they're quite lucky but one thing I don't do is entertain foolishness and so I am now over that um that is just a complete laughing factor Um, For you guys, as we are jumping back into podcast episodes, there's clapping and cheering somewhere in my head um, for that fact. And so um, this episode is sponsored by the Shiny Teeth Club. Um, Not really, but they are my best friends. And speaking of Shiny Teeth Club, I will be joining them. We're starting a podcast called the shiny teeth podcast where it's me and my best friends and we just talk about life stuff so shout out to them technicality i will go ahead and say that they are sponsoring this particular uh, podcast episode but if you guys follow shiny teeth club on instagram um we will let you guys know we will have episodes out probably next year in 2021 um more of a lifestyle and just like honest conversations that we have on a day-to-day basis um, in a podcast form. So go ahead and do that. Anyways, I have been gone. I have been gone from podcasting. I didn't announce it. It just kind of stopped out of nowhere. And I feel like I need to explain. I have some explaining to do. And uh, the reason for that being is if you are new here, hi, hello, what is up? Um, I'm my unique and if you're not new here, well, hello again. And I just wanted to take like a quick, brief um, moment to tell you guys the reason for that. I never intentionally just drop projects or things that I'm doing. Um, if you've been following my personal page for any time, you would know that I got a new job a couple of months ago as a young adult pastor. Now, I have been a youth pastor for the last four four years served in youth ministry for the last 11 years. And so um, it was just time. And I believe that God's hand is completely on this transition. Um, But over the last two months, I have been prepping and preparing to launch Our young adult ministry, um, The Collective, and it's at The Collective AV, um, stands for the Antelope Valley, which is where I live, um, getting ready to launch that literally in three days from now. So um, I have just been so busy prepping and planning for that. And the stress that I have dealt with, I just, honest to God, had no time To do the podcast because I always want to make sure I'm taking care of my mental and emotional health before just kind of jumping into things that I consider just fun, um, which is like podcasting and stuff. So just my heart wasn't in it. And I really did need those basically two months, um, to kind of focus on building that ministry and building a team of leaders, worship leaders and so forth. So that is the reason why I have been MIA is because, well, your girl is launching a young adult ministry and God is just doing some crazy, crazy things in my life with that right now. So, um, with it launching next week, I feel like things are finally Kind of in place for me and not as crazy as it has been these last couple of weeks, last couple of months. And so it's just a better time and space for me to pick this back up. Um, And so, yeah, I just really wanted to throw that out there. Thank you for everyone who had posted me being on like their Spotify top podcast and just the people that have been sharing podcasts over the last couple of weeks, even though I haven't updated. Like, thank you for tagging me. Thank you for sharing it with me. I love y'all so freaking bad more than you will ever, 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 ever know. Only person that knows is probably God and some of my friends when I'm literally just crying and talking about you guys. So uh, thanks for that. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about something that I unintentionally ended up talking about via Instagram and that is surrender. So the topic for this podcast is surrender. And so why that came to be is because I had did a post a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Not even a couple of weeks, maybe like a week ago. It just feels like a couple of weeks. But I did a post on Instagram where it was a quote and it's was just something so something so Honest and raw, like completely from my head and from my journal, because I journal everything. And it said, One of the hardest things for me to do is surrender people or relationships to the Lord because I fear I may never get them back. But regardless of my fleshly emotions, I trust that God knows what He's doing and He will have a purpose for the pain I feel in losing these people. Now, that was completely just something in my heart and in my head as I've been going through some things these last few weeks. I honestly did not and I mean did not expect the response that I got back from um, that post is like I had a couple not like I'm not going to say hundreds of DMs because my DMs are not like that kind of wild but I had a lot of people messaging me just like in the same space and people who were just wondering how I got through that what happened and so due to the amount of messages and even comments that I got on that I decided like in my head I was like you know what? I need to make that a podcast episode where I talk about that because I didn't really talk about it, you know, a lot. And so, um, I wanted to, I just wanted to create a space here on this podcast for me to talk about. Now, initially the plan was to go live on Instagram and podcast this at the same time. But when I say people have been goofy in my DMs, they've, also been goofy on my lives um I think it's just like the more that the account grows the more exposure it's getting I've actually gotten a lot of like I'm not going to call them hate messages but just a lot of like ugly comments um when I've been on Instagram live of like some of them are from like atheists you know talking bad about God um people talking about me and it's just like I don't entertain foolishness so honest to God whenever I see it come up I honestly just block them and move on with my life But due to me wanting to record this um, as an episode, I didn't want it to interfere. I didn't want people's comments to interfere with what I believe the Lord will speak through this podcast, if that makes sense. Um, And honestly, after talking with my friends, I have like a handful of friends who think that live streaming my podcast recordings would be a good idea and another half that's like, no. So if you want me to do that, like, let me know. Tag me in something so I can see it and we're going to figure it out. But We're going to talk about this thing called surrender and what it looks like to surrender relationships and friendships. And so the reason um, for this being is from two, I wanted to give two different perspectives because one, I have had to surrender romantic relationships to the Lord. And two, I have had to surrender friendships to the Lord. And so it ties into another thing that I had talked about on, on my Instagram, which is the idea of like ghosting people. I don't like it. I don't do it. I think it's just rude. Now, granted, I understand the conversation of people like, oh, it's okay to ghost toxic, you know, family members or toxic friends and da-da-da. Totally not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, is if you have a relationship in your life, whether that be romantic or not, and you are talking to someone on a pretty consistent basis and out of nowhere that just stops like I just find that rude as someone who has struggled a lot in the past with like abandonment issues and rejection issues like it hurts me um and earlier this year earlier this year I had I mean there are other situations but in particular I had two of my like I guess I call them like old best friends I don't even know at this point anymore but I had two of literally like some of the closest friends that I have had, um, completely just stopped talking to me out of nowhere. I don't recall any kind of argument that had went forth or of just like, you know, X, Y, and Z and all I'm not talking about like friend like, oh, I just met them a couple of months ago, we're good friends. No, these people I have known for literal years. Um, and so for that to have just like ended the way it did, I was just like, Man, God, is there is there an explanation? You know what I mean? And so just a suck situation because, like I said, as someone who struggles, like I ask a lot of questions, I ask myself a lot of questions, and sometimes those are not always good questions. I start questioning my worth, I start questioning my value, like, was I not worth a conversation of like, our friendship just isn't working out, it's just not what I expected, you know, and so forth. So it just, it makes me think so much more than I have to, had it just been a conversation of, you know what, I just don't like x y and z about you right now or and so forth. Anyways, those are just complete side notes. Um but those two go hand in hand with surrender because eventually I realized that whatever will be will be and this is these friendships in particular were things that I just literally had to place in God's hand. And I just wanted to share quickly with y'all of this idea of surrender and what it looks like to surrender these things to the Lord, the process and so forth, and so, um, I'm gonna just read a passage of scripture. Obviously, because well, that's who I am, but of where I personally take this idea from, and I don't. I'm not gonna credit myself to this this message, just because I mean the message, yes. The idea, no, Um, I got it from a friend, and just, um, y'all know her, a lot of you guys know her, her name is Kirby Minnick, aka Kirby is a Boss, and so a couple of years ago she did a message on this, and I thought, man, that's a really moving way, but our stories obviously are completely different, and so I am a speaker slash, well, pastor, and so I do... I had to rewrite this in words that I can comprehend, and hopefully it'll help you guys. But in Genesis chapter 22, the literal title of this particular section in Scripture is is Abraham's faith is being tested. And so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I will just sum it up for you. It is the story of Abraham having to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, that's what it is. My bad. I had a brain fart. And so um, many of you guys already know the story, but I'm just going to sum it up for you. It's in Genesis chapter 22. You can read it in verses 1 all the way through 24. And so in short, Abraham, because of his old age, him and his wife Sarah were very skeptical of the idea of having kids. God told them that she would conceive. They were like, haha, you're funny. We're like 80, not working out. Um, but how many of us can know and and uh, completely testify to the fact that once God says something like that, that is it. it doesn't matter how we feel. It doesn't matter, um, you know, anything because God is a man of his word. And so, um, long story short, yes, Abraham and Sarah end up conceiving this child. And they name him Isaac. Now it's important to note that Abraham, in his doubting, because how many of us know that when, like when we hear something from God, it does not happen right away. And this was a process. And because Abraham somewhat doubted what God was saying at the time, he ends up sleeping with someone else and having another kid. I think it was like, I don't remember who it was, but, um, he, uh, ends up having another kid. So this is actually Abraham's second child. Okay, so it's safe to say that there was a slight doubt that he had in, you know, the fact that he would have a kid and has a kid with, I am really just blanking on her name, but y'all can, oh, Ishmael and Hagar, Hagar, I don't know if I'm saying that right, um, sleeps in with Hagar, has Ishmael and in his doubt, honestly, and so story continues on, Sarah ends up conceiving Isaac. Anyways, so Isaac is the proud son that Abraham and Sarah just love oh so much. And so in Genesis chapter 22, God tests Abraham's faith. And it says in verse two, take your son, your only son. Yes, Isaac, whom you love so much and go to the land of Moriah, go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering and on one of the mountains of which I will show you. The Bible says that early the next morning, Abraham got up. Early, he saddled his donkey with two of his servants and took his son, Isaac. And so they took, they took this journey and went to the mountain that the Lord had showed him to sacrifice. And so you keep reading through the story and you get down to the part where he is about to sacrifice his son in verse 11. And so in verse 12, an angel stops him and says, do not, land, do not lay a hand on the boy. For now I know that you truly fear God. And so in that, Abraham becomes just this incredible pillar of what it looks like to have like this crazy faith in God. And so um, the scriptures say that because he did not withhold even his only son, that they knew he feared the Lord. And the Lord um, continued to provide for Abraham. And so Abraham ends up becoming... Um, just the, the father of all nations, um, because of his obedience, he was just like extremely blessed him and his descendants all the way down. And so the reason I share that story is because it is the example of what it means to surrender, literally surrender to the Lord. And so the reason that I use that in particular is because you have this father, who loves his son, who has a great relationship with his son, who thinks the world of him. And then out of nowhere, God is asking him to sacrifice him. And any normal person would be like, wait, what? But he's asked to sacrifice him. And so in this moment, it's like, okay, God, do, do I obey you? Or do I hold on to what I want to keep? Because no person ever wants to sacrifice their son and needless to say when it comes to relationships it's the same way people don't want to do these things and so what ends up happening is a choice has to be made are we going to follow god or are we going to keep holding on to the things that he's possibly asking us to let go And the reason that this ties into a relationship, and I'll speak on behalf of myself, and I don't know where you are at personally, but hopefully um, this is just an encouraging thing. And so when it came to a dating relationship I was in, um, I was seeing someone that I thought was my end game. I, we had been intentional about the prospects of of marriage um, right off the bat, and for so long, things were good until all of a sudden it wasn't. And I had to wrestle with God for so many months of like, God, what is it that you want? Like, I love this man. I I want to marry him. I believe that he is the one, but like, what's going on, God? Like nothing made sense. And so, um, Something that my mom actually would point out to me during this time of me questioning whether or not this relationship was something that I had to stay in was that God is not a God of confusion. All the time she would ask me what's going on and like how things were and I would just be like, I don't know, I'm a little confused. But God is not a God of confusion. We all know that. It's literally scripture. And so that would be uh, for me like that was a sign of just like you really need to start you know questioning whether or not this relationship is something that the lord wants to continue and it's not that i felt like internally i knew the answer i knew the answer was no but i kept trying to force myself to make it work i would force myself of just like well you know we all make mistakes we all do you know stupid things sometimes like but we're all better from it like that's what god's grace is for i used god's grace so much as an excuse to why things should have worked out and so ultimately, I think it was like in March or something of some year. I don't even remember, but um, it was beginning. It was like beginning of the year type thing, and I remember like just the Lord asking me very, very directly. And how many of y'all know? Like when the Lord asks you something directly, like that crap stings because you can't really go around it because it's so direct. And so I remember the Lord just asking me like who do i love more do i love this man more than i love god because that's how i was acting and to be honest like it probably was partially true for just like a split second and it was it came down to like oh are you going to love me or are you not and so it was such a it was such a process for me of just like god i i why can't i have you both (laughs) why can't I just have it both but that's what God was really just like calling calling me out on just really asking me like do you love me or do you love him and it brings me back to that scripture of like you know you it's really hard to to battle in two worlds it's really hard to be a Christian and to not be a Christian you know what I mean like it it just tugs at your heart and ultimately one will have more power over the other and just, just the fact that when the Lord had asked me of like, do you love me or more than you love him? Just the fact that there was a moment that I took to respond was all the answer I needed because in that moment I realized like, dang, I am a crappy person. You know what I mean? And so I think Abraham was asked the same question of like, who do you love? Like, I know you love your son. That's not the question. But who do you love more? Who are you going to obey more? And it was one of the hardest things i had to do and so along with the question of surrender i had to then ask myself god if i if i surrender this to you am i going to give it back there's this quote that says if you love something let it go and if it comes back it's yours and so i kind of had that in my mind this whole time but i said well what if it does <laughs> what if it doesn't come back what if it doesn't come back and i let go and so naturally any person would be like well then it just wasn't for you I guess but for me I was just like but this means like that's it and I am just like an emotional baby literally all the time shout out to a TNA group chat because I just cry all the time and so in that I just I get so emotional and I'm like but I want it to come back (laughs) that's the thing I want to if I surrender it God it has to come back and when it doesn't then I kind of just spiral And so when it comes down to surrender and saying, God, you know, if this relationship is not for me, then I'm surrendering it. And what that means to do is to literally give it to God and stop taking it back. Once you truly, and I mean truly surrender these things to the Lord, that means you no longer have control over it. And for me, I like to to have control over the relationships and friendships that I have. And so with this particular relationship, I knew that once I let it go, that I was 90% sure it was not going to come back. And that was the hardest part for me. It was like realizing that I had spent years with this person and now I'm letting it go and it's not coming back. And ultimately, all that means is just that it was not, it truly was not what God intended or wanted from me, but it was just an emotional process. And so I understand. And so see. I did not get these relationships back. This romantic relationship did not come back. Um, And neither have my friendships, but they are things that I have surrendered to the Lord. And ultimately, despite everything, I know that I'm now in a place where I love God more. It's not as hard to surrender relationships. Granted, it still sucks like monkey butt. But it is not as hard for me to surrender these relationships to the Lord. And I have adapted, I don't even know if this is a healthy adaption, but I have adapted a mindset of whatever will be, will be God. And and that comes from just the Bible tells us in Proverbs to lean not to our own understanding. None None of these things ever make sense to me. And I don't think I'll ever get to a place where I understand them. But I have to realize like, I'm not supposed to understand these things. There were a lot of things that, as far as the romantic relationship goes, um, a lot of things that came out once I did surrender this relationship to the Lord. And just to be transparent with y'all, it was like he had been cheating the whole time. Um, He had been, and when I say cheating, I don't just mean like talking to other girls, like full on having sex and just living a life that was completely opposite of what we had together. Um, Just a lot of things that went against who God was and you know anytime you guys get into a new relationship um that is opposite of the heart and character of God and in what the word says it is not of God. And so um it was just like one of the most eye-opening things and so it was it wasn't until like all of this came out that I was like, okay, God truly does have to have better for me because there was no way in the world that he would let his daughter um aka me be in such a toxic relationship that and just say like just because we were both christian that it was of god like it doesn't work that way um the bible tells us that we have to bear fruit meaning if someone says that they are literally about god and they love god it will reflect in their lives and so um that's something that all of us have to eventually understand is that there's no in between people are either for god or they're not that's just the bottom line And so in John 13, 7, it literally says that you don't understand what I am doing, but someday you will. When it comes to surrendering relationships, I think we have to understand that it does not make sense when we're doing it, and we will cry our eyes out over and over and over again. But one day there will be a day day where you don't cry. Um, There used to be times where I felt like I would never be happy again, that I could never even love someone the same way and that's just natural i think that is natural and i think that it's absolutely human and i don't think that there is any way around that but there's so much beauty when it comes to surrendering these things to the lord and so that was the romantic side as far as the friendship side i really look at the romantic side of what i experienced when i had to surrender and i just give it to god When friends ghost me, yeah, still sucks, definitely still cry all the time, but at the end of the day, I look at the friends that I do have now, and just, like, Shiny Teeth Club, for example, I remember putting up a blog post about people ghosting me and losing friendships which is why it's really hard for me to make friends and have people close to me but I remember Jenny so shiny teeth club is literally three people it's me Jenny and Courtney or an, I call her Courtney and Jenny from the block all the time but I remember like because they're literally across the world and in a different <laughs> different states and I like am in California so I'm like way up behind on time but I remember posting that blog post at like midnight And I had just went to bed because I was in my feelings or whatever. And I woke up to a text from like shiny teeth club group chat message. And Jenny was like, stop praying to God that, (laughs) that you, um, that you won't lose us. Like we're not going anywhere. Like you're going to be fine. And granted, it just made me laugh because like, she really she first off she read my blog post shout out to her but not only that but she like really read it and was just like understanding but in a funny way of just like you know what just reassuring me because I freak out all the time guys like it's just natural for me like I struggle with anxiety what do you want me to say but um just that she would take time out of her day to kind of reassure our friendship of like I literally know that I get on their nerves. Like Jenny will really block me sometimes when I say too much, um, but it's all in love, and we just laugh about it. But just knowing that she took an extra step to kind of reassure me, like, yeah, some people may come come and go, but we're we're gonna be pretty solid for a cool minute. You know what I mean? Like, we're the Shiny Teeth Club. You know. So it just it just made me feel better. Um, in a sense and I, granted I was not as close to them as I am now and that was like a relationship or friendship that have has developed over this time where I'm surrendering other relationships and friendships to the Lord and and they're great people. they're phenomenal people and I love them and would probably do anything for them. but it just goes to to show you know just the Lord's faithfulness um, even in that of just like a TNA group chat, which is literally just a bunch of leaders from the church and just like having honest conversations with them all the time of just being real. Something that is really hard for me is making friends who keep it real because people see me for a platform, so people see me as a, as a pastor. And sometimes I just wanna be a real person, you know? Like I don't want people to expect so much from me. I don't want people to expect me to encourage them all the time, when especially when I'm going through stuff of my own. And so um, just praise God for the friends that I have, now that are able to love me so well through these seasons, but I know at the end of the day that these friendships developed over some hard seasons of me surrendering relationships that I had had, friendships that I had had for 10 plus years. And so just the process and heart behind who God is, is that God always knows what's best for us. We don't see it and sometimes we think we know what's best for us because, trust me when I say, when I used to tell people that there was no one greater than this man for me, um, I kind of laugh about it now. Not in a rude way, like I wish him nothing but the best as, as he is living his life and you know doing what he's doing. But after that relationship, um, I stepped into another relationship that really taught me everything opposite. Of this one and I really think I experienced like being in love and being happily in love for like the first time and it's weird and it's wild to me because I'll tell Tia like I did not know what love was when I dated this man because if if that's what it, I thought it was compared to what I have now tasted and seen like dang like I was on a I was on a trip you know what I mean? Because I had someone come into my life and just love me so well. And granted, that is another relationship that I had to surrender to the Lord. We're still great friends. But I now know what it's like to be loved and known fully by someone that's not God. And I am so eternally grateful for that. And I will love this person until until death do me a part, which is a weird flex to say. But just the fact that I experienced so much joy... Um, in having a healthy relationship that was not manipulative or anything bad towards me, like it just helped me understand myself as a person, and I'm I'm just so thankful for that. But had I not surrendered this other relationship to the Lord first, I don't think I would have ever stepped into that. And so I say all that to say is that yeah, surrendering is hard, really, really, really hard. But at the end of the day, I pray that we would be people like Abraham who love God more than we love the things that we're holding on to. That we love God more than the people that we're holding on to because in all honesty, they're not ours. I had to realize that these people that I was holding on to were not mine, but they are God's because they are God's children. They are God's people. And sometimes he just asks for them back. Not in a death way, like nobody died, but sometimes people are temporary. Relationships are seasonal. And granted, that's never anything anybody wants to accept, but sometimes that is just a cold, hard truth behind it. And so my prayer, and I'll pray at the end of this podcast, but my prayer is that we would would learn to love God more than we love the things we want to hold on to because it truly is like that one meme where it's like God holding a bigger teddy bear behind his back and he's asking his daughter for the smaller teddy bear that's a little beat up and she doesn't want to let go of it but behind his back God has better so whatever relationship that you're struggling with right now whether that truly be a romantic relationship or whether that just be a friendship that has has ended whether that ended you know intentionally or unintentionally whether you knew about it or if you're like me and they just decided to up and ghost you I pray that you surrender these things to the Lord so you can be your happy healthy best version of yourself that the Lord wants you to be and that's only going to come when we decide to let go of these things because truthfully as cheesy as that quote is holding on to things hurt more than just letting it go And there's an incredible song called Isaac by Holland, H-O-L-L-Y-N, that I encourage anyone to listen to if they're going through a season of surrender. It's something that helped me tremendously. Um, And I'll just leave you guys with this one line from that song is, is it says, Isaac will be safe. When we surrender these things and people to the Lord, there is no better place for them to be but in the hands of God, because they're going to be safe and God is going to take care of them and he's going to take care of you. So I'm going to close out in prayer and just know that you are not alone in this season of surrender, of just like, God, what the heck is going on? But you have people all around you who are in the same boat and situation, and furthermore, people that are praying for you. So, God, we come before you today with the things that we need to surrender. God, I pray for any person that's listening Um, that they know in their hearts the things that you are asking them to surrender, their their very own versions of Isaac's, whether that be romantic relationships, whether that be friendships, sometimes even dreams that we have for ourselves, God. I just pray that you help us surrender these things, that we just lay them at the foot of the cross, God, because we know and trust that everything you have for us in the spiritual realm is so much better than what we see here and feel here in the natural we pray for comfort and peace for those walking through a season of surrender where they're just hurting, God. We pray that they would know that you love them, God, that you care for them, that you know and see every part of their heart that is breaking right now and that you are faithful to restore everything that they feel that they're losing. We pray for for grace in these times, God. We pray for all bitterness to be removed from our hearts and that we would truly walk in love just as you have called us to do we give you all glory honor and praise in jesus name we pray amen i will hopefully see you guys next week for the next episode um hold me accountable because sometimes i just really get lazy and i don't have an excuse now that i'm not building a team i love you guys praying for you and wish you nothing but the best i'll see you next time